Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge, a podcast with a variety of guests from all over the internet talking all things in the gaming industry. Here's your host, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, as always, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week, we have Sonic Speedrunner extraordinaire, Strawberry Jam. Yo, what's up? What's going on? Hello. How you doing, Jam? Doing pretty good. Excited to be here. Hey, that's great. I'm excited to have you here. And because you're brand new here, first time here in the Game Lounge, we get to start off with our loading screen segment where you give us your favorite video game, video game character, and video game soundtrack. All right, so my favorite video game, this one's really, really hard since I'm a big Sonic fan, but I would probably go with Sonic Heroes. Um, I played the game a lot growing up as a kid and also speedrun that right now. Um, My favorite character from the Sonic franchise is probably T'Kal. She's based off my original character and yeah, she's just so wholesome. (laughs) And my favorite OST is probably with me from Sonic and the Black Knight. I don't know. I just really like it. it has I, the that's line. a good one. Like, we, we, I, I find that when I was like growing up and like I didn't, I played Secret Rings. I never played Black Knight uh, growing up as a kid. But like when I was had was on YouTube, I'm like, yeah, Night of the Wind is such a great song. Woo! And then it's like, oh, there's another boss scene. What's this one sound like? And I'm like, oh, I've ascended cool i know (laughs) so yeah that's uh it's a great choice i'm good i'm gonna say this uh uh to call very wholesome pick uh let's just hope that uh if they ever remake sonic adventure dx in like high definition we don't actually see holes in her because, I yeah, know. <laughs> One day. However, she did show up a little bit in a teaser for Sonic Frontiers, which I was like over the moon about. She did? Yeah, um, I can send it to you later, but basically it was in a prelogue to uh, Sonic Frontiers. And oh. she showed up in like a cutscene. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, what's more interesting is our headline of the week. It's an update on the whole Microsoft Blizzard Activision acquisition. Uh, the European EU has approved the acquisition, uh, specifically the European Commission, the governing body of the European Union, said on May 15th that it has approved the acquisition, which put the EU at loggerheads with the UK regulator, which has decided to block the deal specifically over concerns that it would harm competition in the young, growing cloud gaming market. Uh, Microsoft, however, still needs the approval of the UK Competition and Markets Authority for things to be settled over there in Europe on this whole acquisition thing. And I don't even know where where it stands in the States stateside still so there's there's your update on the microsoft blizzard situation what are what are your thoughts on the whole microsoft blizzard stuff uh jam you know what's actually funny i i didn't realize today this was uh the headline but um i actually wrote my thesis for college on activision activision blizzard and electronic arts um basically i did a comparison between the two companies 
Um, but this was before all this acquisition stuff was going on. So it's kind of interesting watching some of this as it's unfolding. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Uh, it's it, It'll be interesting to say the least what happens next. And uh, how much, because how long has it been now? Like two years at this point since they announced this whole acquisition? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's just so unfortunate because Activision Blizzard has so many amazing games. I, at least I feel like. And, you know, it's kind of unfortunate that they're going through this. However, I think Microsoft, you know, we'll, we'll see how it's going to work out for them. That That we will. That we will. Well, with that all said and done, it's time for us to now look at everything else that's happened, because there was quite a bit uh, that happened here in the week in review. Recapping the news of last week from major studio highs and lows, TCG updates, board games and MMOs. This is the week in review. Uh, Starting off some of the games that came out this past week, you had Humanity, a new puzzle game where you controlled humans. Uh, Outlast Trials, the third entry in the Outlast series, uh, the first in the franchise to allow co-op, I believe, as well, where it's up to four-player co-op, so now you can get spooked with your friends. And LEGO 2K Drive, the brand new LEGO racing game, uh, taking elements from the Forza Horizon series and a bunch of other racing games and just giving it a LEGO makeover which looks really fucking dope. I'm going to definitely try to play it when I'm done Tears of the Kingdom, which another thing, Tears of the Kingdom has now been out for, at the time of you listening to this, two weeks now? Uh, Hey, it's great. I've done nothing but collect Korok seeds. (laughs) Oh my god! I've been watching so many, so much content on people making <laughs> for uh, Tears of the Kingdom. It's been such a blast. I haven't played it yet, but I'm hoping to watch somebody play through it. I I can confirm because of the map I've been following of collectibles, there are more than 900 Korok seeds this time. Oh my god! Uh, at last update, uh, to my knowledge of the map that I'm using. There was like 902. Who knows how many more are out there? We'll just have to wait and see. And I'm going to be wallowing my head and swallowing my pride. Because God (laughs) knows how long it's going to take me to complete this game. Uh, In the world of video game news, uh, starting off, we have a PlayStation showcase set for May 24th. Which is super exciting. I'm glad that we get to see a new showcase. Uh, for the game, uh, new PS5 reveals, maybe some Final Fantasy 16 stuff, maybe some new titles overall. Uh, I'm going to be tuning into that, and we will have uh, everything that it covered uh, next week for you. Uh, in some sad news, however, uh, if you own a Nintendo Switch and the online membership and you are a fan of Pac-Man 99, well... You have until October to continue playing the online mode as they will be shutting down the game servers. However, if you have a certain DLC pack that allows single-player play, that's still going to be active, but that's really all you're going to get is just the again, go up, going up against bots uh, past October. So rest in peace, Pac-Man 99. We hardly knew ye. 
In more Blizzard news, specifically Overwatch 2, well... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) They're breaking promises. The PvE mode is happening in two major updates from now. However, when Jeff Kaplan first revealed how they were planning to make it, it's like, oh, cool, there's going to be, like, skill trees. and Yeah, no, it's going to be bare bones. You're going to get missions, you go in as a character, you see the cutscene, that's it. Very bare bones, very not great. So that's uh, that's kind of how things are. And they, the Blizzard teams, the, the Overwatch team said that uh, this game is, it, yeah, we can't live up to it because of just how the game is. Sorry. And it's just, it's just a, making Blizzard more of a laughing stock at this point. Um, according to some fiscal stats, Ubisoft's pirate game Skull and Bones will be out later than July 1st, which was, they said it's going to be the first half of this year. No, it's not. It's delayed even further. Are we ever going to see the game? Probably. I don't know where that game is going to be. That game's been in development hell. Uh, Which, I mean, it's a good thing and also a bad thing at this point. Like, at this point, you might as well just release the game and call it garbage. Uh, But who knows? In wacky, weird news that I didn't know why they made it, there's a new dating sim out called Love, Love, Joe Biden, the Joe Biden dating simulator. It's on Steam, so now you can date your favorite old president, Joe Biden. I, I, I don't know. What would If you were to go on a date with Joe Biden, Jam, what would you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. This is, I didn't even know this existed. <laughs> I feel like this would make a very funny one-off uh, stream for anybody who plays this. <laughs> that would be some content. I, I would like to see a speed run for this. I want to see Joe Biden. Um, in more weird news, Nicolas Cage is getting added into Dead by Daylight, and I don't know how to feel about it. Like, it's cool, but Dead by Daylight's community has gone downhill. But Nick Cage... Maybe maybe it's enough for me to jump back into the game. Uh, in more horror news, Five Nights at Freddy's it got its first official teaser trailer. Even after the official trailer got leaked a while ago, the first teaser trailer is now out, and it is set October 27th. That is when this movie is coming out this year. So get ready to get spooked by Shaggy himself, Matthew Lillard. <laughs> because even though i know he stars in like he started scream and like other horror films and shit he's always gonna be shaggy to me um in a lot of weird news today wendy's is planning to trial an ai chatbot in place of humans at one specific drive-thru in columbus ohio so now you can order your day's single with uh with a, through a robot in your car wow that is that is interesting i'm interested to see how it goes i want to know like how that experience goes because if it goes good the future of fast food drive throughs is going to change i also feel like i saw something as well with mcdonald's with ronald mcdonald as a drive-through AI, I'm not exactly oh sure God. if that's real or not. That would be 
honestly, that's a smart way to market it if they do it like that. I mean, I mean, I feel like, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just you drive up. Hey, kids, it's me, Ronald McDonald. Come get your single cheeseburger and 20 piece nuggets. Wow, that was a good impersonation. Yeah, <laughs> that was very good. Well, I was spot on. <laughs> In some Riot Games news, they've announced their new CEO, uh, and the company will all be paying out $100 million to more than 1,500 women to settle a gender discrimination case. I also heard about this. Uh... But hey, at least that's a lot of money going to all those women, so let, let love to see that. In Twitter news, oh, no. Linda Yaccarino is Elon Musk's replacement for the Twitter CEO's position. Formerly, she was an NBC Universal advertising executive. She'll be starting in about five, six weeks. Uh, I believe like closer to four or five weeks at the time that you're listening to this. Um, so Elon's reign of terror is almost over. <laughs> wow. He'll stop breaking that website soon enough. In some YouTuber news, YouTuber Trevor Jacob is facing 20 years in prison for intentionally crashing his plane in a real-life Grand Theft Auto stunt and then lying about it to the government. Uh, I this, heard about this. This video was made a couple a year or two ago as part of a sponsorship deal to promote a wallet. <laughs> A wallet. I don't. I don't know what the reasoning of like thinking. You know what? Let's go crash a plane for a wallet. I don't know what goes through your mind to think that's the that's the way to go to sell a rocket, but uh, to sell a wallet. But uh, that's not what I would think. Uh, anyway, um, in some trailer news, Mortal Kombat released a brand new trailer for their next game in the franchise, Mortal Kombat One. Uh, with a release date potentially of September 19th. We don't really know if it's a release date or if it's just something else yet, but September 19th, potential release for Mortal Kombat 1. Cool. And also, Power Wash Simulator is getting SpongeBob SquarePants DLC with six locations for you to power wash under the sea in Bikini Bottom. You got Conch Street, which is where SpongeBob Patrick and Squidward live, the Bikini Bottom Bus, the Krusty Krab, the Paddy Wagon, the Invisible Boatmobile, and the Mermelair. Six, uh, well, three iconic locations and three iconic vehicles from this uh, French from the series into Power Wash Sim because things are getting dirty under the sea for some weird reason. But uh, I'm excited. I'll play that. I I I enjoyed Power Wash Simulator. The ending got a little weird, but it's it's great. Can't wait to clean the pineapple. Um, in some live service game news, uh, starting off with Final Fantasy 14 news patch 6.4, The Dark Throne that releases next week. So uh, only a couple more days left on the Moogle Tombstone event. So take advantage of it while you can. It's a Battle Royale news. Fortnite is adding a ranked mode finally because I, apparently they didn't have one before. And I didn't know that they didn't have a ranked mode because I feel like that was a given. But now they are. Cool. 
And PUBG is adding a revive feature in its next patch, 23.2, which is out now for uh, PC players and out on the 25th for console players. So now you can revive your allies and bring them back from the dead. Uh, I believe you could also do that in Warzone. Uh, so cool. Well, or yeah, yeah, you could do that in Warzone. Uh, I don't play many battle royales. I'm just going off of the general knowledge I know. Uh, and lastly, is some Hoyoverse news. Uh, a new banner for uh, Honkai Star Rail is out right now. The Swirl of Heavenly Spear, where you can potentially pull the five-star character uh, Jing Jingwan. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I haven't pulled him yet. I've done 40 pulls on this banner, and I have yet to pull him uh, because I got addicted to Star Rail. I do have a small update about Sonic the Hedgehog coming up. I don't know if you know, but Sonic's birthday is going to be June 23rd. So I'm pretty sure the next update for Sonic Frontiers is going to be dropping right around then. Yeah, um, I believe they said... Two. I believe they said, I know that they said it's going to be summer and we all spec speculated that it's going to be around his birthday. So what day does the 23rd fall? Oh, it falls on a Friday. Okay. It falls on a Friday. It's coming out on that Friday. Let's go. <laughs> There's I'm no so way excited. it doesn't. Knowing how video game releases work, that's going to be most likely when the next Sonic Frontiers DLC drops, which I can't remember what the second batch is adding. Oh, I don't know off my head. It, it means that we're closer to the third batch of new story stuff, which is all I care about. I think they're doing a, a Coco's. Oh, um, yeah. They're expansion. adding like new Coco stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For people that don't know, the Coco's are little creatures that you can collect in the game. And when you get a certain amount of creatures in, in Sonic, um, you can unlock like certain stats and abilities. But they didn't really go into like the super lore of it in the video game. So I think this expansion is really going to touch on that, which I'm oh, super perfect. excited for. Perfect. That's just what I needed. More lore about tiny rock people. <laughs> uh, in the world of TCG for Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet Paldea Evolved launches on June 9th and the new Pokemon TCG live app launches on June 8th. So keep an eye out for both of those. Uh, in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh, Wild Survivors drops on June 2nd. Battles of Legend, Monstrous Revenge on the 21st. The 25th and the 25th anniversary tin for Dueling Heroes on September 8th. And in Magic the Gathering news, Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered for Magic the Gathering Arena will be releasing sometime within the next couple of months, I would assume. Uh, and Wilds of Eldraine will release in the fall of this year. Uh, and Magic the Gathering Arena is coming to Steam May 23rd. And lastly, in some board game tabletop news, the Apex Legends board game has now officially launched on Kickstarter. So if you like Apex enough to play it in a board game form with your family, now is your chance to contribute uh, some money to their goal. And that is everything uh, for this past week. Uh, any thoughts on any little bit of stuff that I went over there, Jam? Uh, wow, this was a lot. I didn't realize all this stuff that was happening this week. I'm not going to lie. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's always a lot. Well, I mean, not always. Sometimes some weeks are smaller than others, but it's a decently packed week this week, considering think... on top of like all the Legend of Zelda guides that are getting posted to every website right now. Yeah, that was actually was what I was going to comment on was uh, Legend of Zelda just 
everything that's been happening with it. I hope everybody's enjoying the game so far. Uh, I got to witness the first memory that you unlock in the game, and I, I, I've already started the Arasen, and I'm like, holy fuckballs. I think it's love. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's love. P- po- anyway. Possibly. <laughs> Anyways, uh, with us, with, uh, with the week behind us now, it's time to start to look to the week ahead, and here are the games that should be on your radar from May 22nd to 28th. From upcoming AAA titles, promising indies, and the random shovelware, here's what should be on your radar. And holy hell, there's a lot coming out on Tuesday. But first, on Monday, Inkbound makes its way to the PC. On Tuesday, After Us releases for the PS5, Series X, and PC. Amnesia the Bunker releases on both Xbox platforms, PlayStation 4, and PC. Bread and Fred releases for the PC. Farming Simulator 23 releases for the Switch and mobile devices. Convergence, a League of Legends story, comes out on everything. Miasma Chronicles comes to the PS5, Series X, and PC. Planet of Lana comes to both Xboxes and the PC. Star Trek Resurgence comes to everything but the Switch. Blooming Business Casino comes to the PC. Glitch Busters Stuck on You comes to the PC, PS4, and Switch. And Puzzle Bobble Every Bubble comes to the Switch. On Wednesday, Dark Quest 3 releases for the PlayStation 5. Play Releases for everything but the, P- but, uh, the PC. On Thursday, Hello Neighbor Search and Rescue comes out for the PlayStation VR and VR 2. The Lord of the Rings Gollum, remember that game? That releases on everything but the Switch. Cassette Beasts comes to the Xbox One and Switch. Death from Above comes to the PC. Do Not Feed the Monkeys 2099 comes to the PC and Switch. Hello Good Boy comes to the PC and Switch. Tennis Manager 2023 comes to the PC. And on Friday, Home Sheep Home Farmageddon Party Edition comes to the PlayStations and Xbox consoles. (sighs) Yeah, that was a lot. The big games this week, uh, if you're a fan of horror, a new Amnesia game. Really cool. If you're a fan of League, but don't like playing League, Convergence, a League of Legends story, is, uh, seems neat. Planet of Lana, for those uh, who are looking for a neat, neat little indie game, that is one that I would recommend to check out. Uh, I remember it stood out to me because of the art style when they showed it at E3 a couple years ago. And, uh, of course, what's the, the big game... Uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum, which I completely forgot was coming out this year. Uh, the game where you get to play as Gollum in a stealth action type game. So, looks cool. Uh, I don't remember seeing many other trailers about the game, though, aside from just the initial trailer. And then it's like, boom, and now it's coming out. And we haven't seen much, and I'm a little concerned. But hey, that's just me. Any thoughts on any of the games here, Jam? I don't know any of them. That's, that's fair. Coming out. That that is fair. <laughs> it's, it's, Maybe it's, Star Trek, um, just from the movies. But other than that, I'm like, oh uh, yeah. If it's not Legend of Zelda, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> that's that's fair. Uh, well, with that. Those are all the games coming out next week. It's now time for us to dive into our main focus. Here's what we're talking about this week in the Game Lounge. Covering anything from modern and retro games to the hard-hitting questions that define the gaming world, here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge. 
And to kick things off, uh, well, as we've done with like every other speedrunner we've had on this show, we're, we're going to talk about some speedrunning. Specifically, Jam's speedrunning. So the first thing I have to ask, what got you into speedrunning? Oh boy, this is a story, I will tell you. Oh, excellent. So my journey actually didn't even really start in the speedrunning community. I actually started in the Sonic Riders community. During the time of COVID, I had a lot of time, as so did a lot of people. So I found out about Sonic Riders, especially Sonic Riders Tournament Edition. And from there, I played competitively in the scene for a bit. And I also moved up the ladder. Um, I was placed pretty high on in like the competitive world. I want to say at one point, maybe I was in the top 20 for Sonic Riders Online, which was is really, really competitive to get that far. I then moved into doing stuff in management. So I held tournaments for Sonic Riders. Um, I helped run their Twitter and um, social media accounts and also just helping with general networking as the game was really growing at the time. And then this past year, um, I wanna say it was probably October, 2022 was when the Team Rose LTS tournament came out for Sonic Heroes. And I was like, I wanted to play in that because Sonic Heroes was like also another game that I grew up with. And yeah, that's what got me into speedrunning was they were holding a tournament in the Sacer Sonic speedrun competitive community. I was, wait, Sonic speedrunning community. And uh, yeah, I was like, I want to do this. And that's kind of was my gateway. I started speedrunning Sonic Heroes and I was like, yeah. I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, before I get into the next thing, uh, could you, if you could explain to the listeners what exactly Sonic Riders Tournament Edition is compared to just Sonic Riders. Yeah, so Sonic Riders came out in 2006 by Sega. It was uh, a third part. Well, not really third party, but like, like a spin-off game for Sonic the Hedgehog. So it was never like a mainline series. But it featured hoverboards that all the players can play on. And it uses like air and rings as you race through like the stages and stuff. So back then, Sonic Riders was never online. And in 2018, when Sonic Riders Tournament Edition started, it allowed for online play with anyone around the world. It was it was very monumental to the community as for the longest time you couldn't play online for this game. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of it. And afterwards, there was like a community that started building, and um, other members started like modding the game to add like new characters, new textures, stuff like that. Okay, very cool. Uh, very cool. I wish I, to this day, I still wish we would get a fourth entry into the Sonic Riders series. I think it's going to happen one day, but <laughs> <laughs> we all hope uh, as long as you know, they're not like, hey, guys, we've remade one of the Sonic Riders game. We've made it for PlayStation and Xbox and it requires movement controls because we made free riders. But yeah, um, I worked on the team for a bit and I had a really good time. I learned a lot of skills on the team. All my Photoshop skills, 
tournament running skills all came from like the community. So I, I definitely took away a lot of good stuff from there. That's really cool. That, that's super cool. Uh, I'm just, I, I love Sonic. I love Sonic Riders. I almost 100%ed the original game. I think I got like everything but like the last hoverboard because it required. The cool thing about the mod um, is that it unlocks everything for you. So you don't have to go through and get 100 rings and get go through story mode. So that's pretty cool. And it just allows so that when you play online, you don't have to go through unlocking everything. (laughs) 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 Which can get annoying because in the base game, you only start with like the original characters and their default gear. But as you know, um, Sonic Riders has a lot of gears, characters, and stages that are actually locked behind story mode. So to make the experience better, we unlocked everything. So... What made you choose to enter this Sonic Hero, the Sonic Heroes Rose Tourney from the get-go? And like, well, I think you actually know one of the people, um, Vintage McNugget. Ah, uh, yes, good old Vintage. We had him on back in season four with Flub. Yo, let's go. Yeah, so Vintage was my introduction into the Sonic Heroes community. He was streaming a lot of Team Rose at the time. And I just kind of fell in love with it. I, and I liked the community that was surrounding with it. So I was like, okay, it's time for me to get involved and not be afraid to try. <laughs> nice. And, and how did, how, how was it learning the ropes for Team Rose? It was difficult um, considering it was my first speed game and also coming from a competitive scene of Sonic Riders. It was very different, I will admit. Um, but there was this tutorial video that everybody talks about. The Joey Freefall tutorial video really has helped me get better at Sonic Heroes. And it basically, it's a two hour long video made by (laughs) the world record holder of Sonic Heroes. And, um, they basically go into every single detail that you need to know about the speed run of the category. It really helped me get into the game. Nice. Have you run any other categories uh, since then for Heroes? So I did Team Rose LTS, which is Team Rose with Amy, Big, and Cream. And I also did Team Chaotix, which is SBO, Charmy, and Vector. And what do you what do you like and dislike about both teams' play styles? I will admit, I kind of like Team Rose a little bit better. One of the movements that you could do with Big is a belly flop into Amy. And I know that sounds kind of weird when I'm talking about it, but it feels so cool. Because when you do the belly flop and then switch to Amy, you go like extremely fast. And you could kind of do it with Vector and SBO as well. But it's just not the same feeling. It's a little bit slower. Okay, okay. Um, have you considered running just the regular categories as of yet? Or are you still trying to work on techniques for the the regular categories over the LTS? So LTS stands for limited tech selection. Um, there is a lot of tech in the regular run. Um, primarily this one tech called bot boosting. Um, basically, you switch into big and then do like his belly flops in the air. <laughs> and um, you could basically skip almost more than half of a stage 
on a couple stages. So I would need to learn that tech before I even try the real run. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny to watch whenever you see a bop boost. But it's also like, what are, what are they doing with their fingers to even accomplish that? I don't like, even know how, how they found that. I'm going to be honest. When I saw that for <laughs> the first again, time, I was like, what even? How do you guys find this? <laughs> to be fair, I think that's the question of like, how did we find this in the first place? <laughs> like, how much labbing goes into finding specific techniques that are used in speedruns? Well, the interesting thing about that is that I feel like a lot of speedruns, it just kind of happens on accident. And you just, like, do something and you're like, wow, that's, that we could use that somewhere else. Um, <laughs> we could use that somewhere else. I just broke the game. Time to, so there's time this to one, do it again. There's this one strat. Um, we actually call it casual strat because <laughs> a casual player did it in, their, in like, their playthrough and we happened to see it as speedrunners. So now we call it the casual strat. <laughs> What what is the casual strat? Um, I'm pretty sure it's on Rail Canyon and um, basically one of the the rail switches. But yeah, I don't. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, it might be a little hard to explain, but um, maybe seeing it in like a video. Alrighty, okay. So you also speed run Sonic Adventure two. I do. What got you into speedrunning heroes to doing a quick transition into Sonic Adventure 2? So Sonic Adventure 2, um, I started running about three months ago, three to four months ago. Um, I switched from Sonic Heroes to SA2 kind of quickly, um, primarily to participate in the SA2 qualifiers. So I wanted to have a chance at playing in, in the qualifiers. Um, the way the SA2 qualifiers work is that they happen every season. So there's a spring, winter, spring, winter, and fall qualifiers. So they already did winter and spring, or winter and fall already. So they only had one more left, which was uh, the spring qualifiers, which I, I did play in. Um, and then what happens is from those three qualifiers, the top percentage will play in the summit, which is going to be this summer. So I wanted a chance to see how well I could compete, but I, I didn't do as well. <laughs> who, who, who did you go up against in, in the, the qualifiers? Yeah, I wanted my first race was against Zane. Um, I don't know if you know him. No, I think he that is one of the names I do not recognize. And I'm pretty well inversed in the SA2 scene. Zane is pretty much known in the Dragon Ball Z. Oh, right. I remember that story now. Yeah, he was uh, he's like one of the top Dragon Ball Fighter Z players. Yeah, the guy is so good. He's good at Dragon Balls and SA2, man. <laughs> yeah, all right. I remember hearing Em and Don talk about that. Right. That's cr that's crazy that that even it also just goes to show like how diverse speedrunning can be. So I raced against him and he had a 27 in his time. And when I was racing him, I had around a 30. So we had about a three minute different in our times. But he also was a higher seed than me. Um, the next race was in Losers and I raced against Pippi. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, Pippi was really cool. I could have beaten Pippi, man. But I, I was still very new to this one skip called um, CGSS. Ah, good old crazy gadget skip skip. 
So I was learning it for the first time and I tried to do it on like in that tournament because I needed to do it because Pippi had a 27 and I did not have a 27, but I couldn't perform it fast enough, unfortunately. But I learned a lot, you know, um, I think it pushed me to get better at SA2 because of the tournament. And now I, I will say I do have a 27. But during the tournament, I did not have a 27. So I'm pretty happy about being in a 27 range now. And how has your experience been uh, with SA2 since the tourney? Um, It's been pretty good. I kind of have a little bit of an addiction. <laughs> the, first, the first thing about addictions is to recognize you have an addiction. <laughs> I was very close to PBing in the tournament, and the fact that I didn't PB in the tournament motivated me afterwards to really uh, get that. So I I did, and I feel pretty happy about it. Who is your best uh, character in SA2 speedruns? You know, a lot of people would say Sonic, but I'm kind of a Knuckles fan right now. Hey, let's go. Love to see me some treasure hunters. So fun fact, I think I talked about it back when I first started doing them i did for a small period of time i did speed run sonic adventure 2 i think i speed ran the game for two months and oh boy i have i think my goal was to get a sub hour and i did with hero story let's go uh but i needed to i can't remember what the other threshold was to start timing it with uh, i'm pretty sure it's 40 minutes it's a sub 40 now to start with i to or i guess to do loadless now yeah. Yeah, because it used to be IGT when I started. Now it's loadless because of oh, that whole yeah. vote that happened, which I completely forgot about until talking about it just now. <laughs> really? Show, but I, I, but you, if you look up the if you ever go to speedrun.com and look at the leaderboards, I think I'm somewhere by now. I'm probably between the 200s and 300s, I would assume. That's not bad. I mean, it's not bad, but it's it's. I know that people, more people have gotten into the game, and it's like, oh, I wonder how many more have done, uh, have have passed that threshold. I think that's around where I am now. At this point in this recording, I am a hundred and tenth place on the board, which is like really that's, good, that's really but good. also you're, like you're not top hundred. You're almost there, though. I am so close. I'm really hoping soon. What's the What's the barrier on that to get to the past the top one hundred? Um, a 26, um, load this time. That's not too bad. That's only a minute away. What, uh, what, what, uh, what tricks are you currently, like, learning and trying to implement into your runs? Um, I don't know if you know about Bofa or the Oh, Quan. good old Bofa. Good old hit the Quan with <laughs> AF wagers and get both. Oh, no, boxes. you know the lore. Oh, I was, I was there when they made the lore. I was there. <laughs> So yeah, I know how to do it, um, but I've been learning how to get into the goal ring because in all my speedrunning up to this point, I've only done slofa, which is where you clip back into the the tube instead of going straight to the goal ring. So if I learn how to do that, then that will easily take my time off by like 20 seconds. I think I, I, I did both of maybe once or twice. I'm like, oh my god, I can do this. Holy shit. Let's go. But, I know that feeling. But it's like, I would never be, I'm like, I'm just too scared to like, just try to hit the goal rings. I would just go back in the tube and be like, okay, I'm just going to tube it. <laughs> 
uh, any other tricks that you're uh, trying to bring in? Um, a lot of it is just general movement because I pretty much know all the tricks at this point to get a 27. Um, I just need to get more like consistent, I guess you could say. Are there plans in the future to speedrun other games? I'm not sure. Um, I thought about doing SADX, which is Sonic Adventure DX, um, Director's Cut. That one will do a number on your fingers. I also thought about doing Super Monkey Ball 2, because I think that run is very fun and going through story mode. I like the story mode. It's just that, I don't know, so, some of those require like RNG a little bit. It's just like, god damn. For Super Monkey Ball? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where? It's all skill. It's all skill. It's all skill. And it's all some, skill. <laughs> and some very precise pauses to get certain frames. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm probably going to go back to Sonic Heroes and really learn some of the other categories, I think is where I'm heading. In August, in the Sacer community, there's going to be a Team Chaotix tournament. And I'm probably going to be playing in it. So that means I got to get good at Team Chaotix. <laughs> <laughs> Time to get good at blowing gu bubble gum, turning invisible and uninvisible, and dealing with charmy bee noises. Well, the good thing is I'm not starting from scratch since yes. I had some previous Sonic Heroes experience. So uh, you have the cool. fundamentals. So yeah, we're gonna see how that goes. Have you considered? I I, I want to ask this. Have you considered going and speedrunning Sonic Riders since that's like kind of your place of origin for? I actually have done some speedruns for Sonic Riders um, on older patches. So since the mod is constantly being updated, um, there's always going to be changes. And yeah, I have speedrun Sonic Riders in the past, but. I don't know. I feel like I like 3D platforms a little bit better when it comes to speedrunning. I feel like with Sonic Riders, it's a very competitive one versus one gameplay. So I don't know. I kind of like leaving it at that in a way. Um, is there anything else you want to add on your current speedrunning career uh, up to this point? I've come pretty far away. I will. <laughs> it has been a journey. In a short amount of time as well. So it feels really cool to be at the point where I have about two and a half speed runs learned in the Sonic community <laughs> and only been speed running for about a year in time. Wow. Actually, I think it's going to be a year pretty soon. That's crazy. Nice. That's exciting. Uh, all right. Well, with that, it's time to move on to our second part of today's conversation. Summer Games Done Quick 2023. How, how do you how are you feeling about SGDQ this year? What are your, oh, what, what are your thoughts going boy. into this? I am so excited. I am planning on going. Heck yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. As of right now, we are about 10 days away from SGDQ. Holy shit. I didn't realize it was that close. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is that close. Jesus. Yeah. Holy fuck. Time time has gotten away from me recently because of Zelda. Oh, no, you got trapped. I've been trapped by the Koroks. <laughs> I don't trap. know. I don't know the time. <laughs> I'm in my own bubble. It won't burst because the Koroks are surrounding me. But yeah, 10 days away, 10 days away. 
I'm excited. There's uh, some pretty cool runs happening. What runs are you excited for to watch in person down there? Well, definitely the Sonic runs. <laughs> uh, Sonic Frontiers is going to be there. And yeah, I'm really excited. I don't know. If, you probably know them. Um, you probably know Alpha Dolphin. Yeah, Alpha Dolphin was on the uh, last uh, season of the podcast, the World Tour season. Uh, he'll be, uh, he's kicking off GDQ. Uh, he is. Yeah, the first the first speed run of the show, uh, Alpha Dolphin will be doing that. Uh, so that's going to be really cool to check check out. His co-commentators are going to be Emerald and Dawn, I'm pretty sure. Oh, let's go. So it's going to be such a great show, and I'm very excited. I'm landing in Minneapolis, where the venue is going to be, at 11 a.m., but... I'm hoping I have enough time to make it. If I'm landing at 11 a.m. and it starts at 1 p.m., surely we should get there on time, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I'm, I'm look currently. I am looking at the the schedule, and it says that the Sonic Frontiers starts now. I, I don't know if this is like localized to my times or whatnot. I'm I think it's central. To, it's central. Okay, yeah. so in that case, it starts at. 11 a.m. Central, which is... Uh, no, I might miss it. That, that's when the run starts. And, of course, he's doing 80%, though, so the run will be going for an hour 17, so roughly. I'm going to rush there as soon as you get <laughs> off the plane. <laughs> yes, but it's definitely going to be really cool. I cannot wait to see that. Um, are, you, are there plans to meet up with people down there at the event? Oh, my God. There's so many Sonic people going. I am estimating about 30 Sonic people going right now. So that is going to be so much fun. And yeah, it's, it's going to be great. I have a question because aside from just like watching speed runs and, you know, chilling with the homies uh, that you, that you get to meet online and whatnot, what are you, what other things are you looking forward to at this event? So um, I'm in like, I don't know, like a discord that like is all the people that are like going basically. And they've talked about like certain things that they are planning on doing. I know for sure we're definitely going to be going to the mall of America. I'm pretty sure is in oh, Minneapolis. Yeah. That's in Minneapolis. Ah, I always, that means, Hey, that means you could potentially go to the physical location of Mr. Beast. Burger. That was exactly what I want to do. That is where it is. <laughs> This, by the way, we are not sponsored by Mr. Beast Burger. It's just, I'm just a you fan of Mr. Go. Beast. But I've, I would rather go to that in lo in person location to have their burgers than to try one of their ghosts. Specifically, where I am, the Mr. Beast Burger in my city has not gotten good reviews. Oh no! It's uh, and while they are ghost kitchen kitchens, it's uh, eh. It is I've what never it is. been to a Mr. Beast uh, restaurant or even like the ghost kitchen. So this will be my first experience going there. I'm really it's excited. A, it's, a, it's a one of a kind place because there is only one. We're going to be spending a lot of time there. And I think these guys also talked about doing like a mini golf night. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Mini golf. Everyone. I love with the mini homies. Golf. Mini golf with the <laughs> homies. So I made this joke where it's like, oh, you know how we play like golf with friends? Now we're playing with like, golf with friends in real life. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Anyway, that was corny. <laughs> um, being the Sonic fan that you are, what are your thoughts on there only being two other Sonic games that got into GDQ this year? Um, it's pretty normal. GDQ is a very big uh, speedrunning marathon. And yeah, it's pretty expected to only get two games. And I think this also happened last year as well. Yeah, it was it was a shock when it happened, considering like how big the Sonic block usually is, getting about five to six, four to five on average, I believe. Yeah, it's just because Sonic has been around for so long, and you also have like two D. I'm actually surprised there was no two D. I'm su- yeah, I'm surprised there's no two D either. The other games that got in: Shadow the Hedgehog, uh, glitchless bid, uh, a glitchless bid war category, mm-hmm. uh, run by Metal Med B and Sonic Sad X. Uh, getting in all all stories relay, which really that's you're getting six stories in one, which I think is why they're only doing it like that this year. Uh, with uh, Alpha Dolphin again, Allegro, Yoshi Puff, uh, the Mimic, Shovel Claws, and Space Bars. There will be a trailer dropping pretty soon. Actually, GDQ. I don't know if you've been noticing, but GDQ's been posting like trailers of people's runs. I know the Sadex relay put in a trailer, so be on the lookout for that. Excellent. Are there any other non-Sonic speedruns that you're looking forward to? Probably um, Super Monkey Balls uh, 2. Nice. I forgot who was running it, but I'm pretty sure that's going to be there. Heck other yeah. than that, um, maybe any Legend of Zelda. If um, I don't know if Tears of Kingdom got in. It'd be crazy. I don't think... One, I don't, I don't think... Te- I think Tears of the Kingdom will be most likely a guarantee at AGDQ next year. Because according to some TikToks that I've seen, three of the big strats that were used in Breath of the Wild speedruns are no longer able to be done. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, but as for Zelda speedruns, Minish Cap is getting, it has a a speedrun. I saw Snolf in here, which for those who don't know, Snolf is Sonic Golf. It's very weird. Um,. It's. I think it's in like the weird games done quick or what that that segment of the show. Uh, I saw Majora's Mask uh, down here as well. That's going to be always a cool one to check out. Uh, Choo Choo Charles got in that horror game where you're a train. Well, you're sorry, you're not a train. You're facing off against a a, a train. Uh, Paper Mario uh, Golf It has a speed run in here. Golf It. I, I did. Okay, Golf It speed classic first five maps, one hundred percent race in Golf It. I might watch that one. That <laughs> one sounds pretty cool. Uh, Pepsi Man, oh, good old Pepsi Man. Love to see Pepsi Man. Uh, Metroid Prime Reap. Oh, Pokemon Coliseum. Oh, oh, it's Swift, it's Swift Alu. Excellent. That's going to be one to check out. And oh yeah, Kaizo Monkey Ball. Uh, yeah, mode. Kaizo. Yeah, that's who it is. I forgot. Kaizo yeah, Monkey Ball, the funny. hard mode. Excellent. That's always fun to watch. And Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. I love watching Kingdom Hearts speedruns. Uh, Miss Master and Violin. Cool. Perfect. Yeah, no, it's looking good. Uh, the last run is Super Metroid by Shiny Zenny and Zost. It's, it's looking good. Uh, there is a bonus game set on the second to last day, uh, or I guess the last day technically for Breath of the Wild. Uh, and oh, there's a fire, a fire emblem engage, and a Pokemon Scarlet and Violet got both got in as well. Oh, and Billy Hatcher. Okay, fuck. I need to really, I'll, I'll need to watch a couple of those in my off time. God damn. <laughs> That's why I love about GDQ is that when they're archived afterward, I love going back to just watch random speed runs. 
Yeah, they're really good. Is there anything else you want to add on GDQ before we move on to the bonus level? I am bringing something very cool to GDQ. It's for it's a little bit for content. I haven't really flushed out the idea too much, but so since my name is Strawberry Jam, I am bringing a jar with strawberry stickers in it. Oh, okay. And there's there's a hundred stickers, so I'm not sure what I'm gonna do, but I'm thinking about doing like I gave a hundred strawberry stickers to a hundred speedrunners or something like that. I hit a hundred jam speed stickers in G- speed. I speed GDQ. ran giving a hundred stickers. To I, I speed speed ran sticker. Per- I speed ran Mario Paper Mario sticker star. I don't know. I am still thinking of the idea, but the stickers came in this past week and they look so good. Well, we'll look. We'll look forward to that. Maybe we'll keep an eye out on the live stream for a strawberry jam sticker. <laughs> Can you imagine? Hey, who knows. You never know where they'll end up. Uh, Well, with that, it's time for us to now move on to our final segment of the show and jump into the bonus level. A look ahead to gaming anniversaries, one-on-one debates, and weekly highlights. Here's this week's bonus level. And kicking things off, we got this week in gaming history. Here's what happened in the past from May 22nd to 28th. Uh, Starting off on the 22nd, 1999, the television show Mortal Kombat Conquest aired its last episode in the U.S. Uh, 22 episodes aired during that season. On the 23rd, 2010, Nintendo released Super Mario Galaxy 2 for the Nintendo Wii in North America. On the 24th, 2011, Codemasters released Dirt 3 for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 in North America. On the 25th, 2004, Nintendo released Mario vs. Donkey Kong for the Game Boy Advance in North America. On the 26th, 2017, Capcom released Ultra Street Fighter 2 The Final Challengers for the Switch in North America. On the 27th, 1986, in Japan, Enix released Dragon Quest for the Famicom. And on the 28th, 1993, Disney released Hollywood Pictures live-action feature film Super Mario Brothers to the box office. The film cost $48 million to make. And with that, we now move on to -to head-to-head. Two games enter, one game leaves. Our guest decides their fate. And Jam, we got a good one for you. It's the two games you've been speedrunning, Sonic Adventure 2 versus Sonic Heroes. Oh, no, this is so hard. How can you do this to me? Uh, it's, it is the show. I all, I try to get as uh, very hard decisions in this specific like, segment. I feel like I can't choose like uh, the fans. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. I choose Sonic Heroes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought it would be with how, with how much you've hyped up your experience with that game. I, I figured that would be the choice that you would lean towards. Even though I really, really have been enjoying uh, <laughs> SA2, though. And I'm a bit addicted to SA2 right now. But <laughs> I got to stay with my roots. Stay, stick with the roots. Hey, that's a good, valid argument there. Uh, our deals of the week, uh, starting off Epic's free game until May 25th, is Death Stranding again. So, hey, if you, if you didn't pick it up back when it was uh, free over the holidays, now you can pick it up again. 
I have it in my library. Haven't touched it. The Steam Sports Fest is on until the 22nd of May. Uh, also, the Team 17 Publisher Sale is also on until the 22nd on Steam. And if you and the Capcom Heroic Collection Bundle on Humble Bundle is on until May 24th, where you can get like 250 bucks worth of Capcom games for 35 or 30 bucks. Worth, uh, very much worth it. The achievement of the week is in LEGO 2K Drive, Hop Uppington, which is to drop jump 100 times. I just love the name because Uppington is fun to say. <laughs> and the game of the week, I'm giving it to Lord of the Rings Gollum because it's, I want to see what this game's going to do. And here's hoping it doesn't get delayed because it could possibly get delayed or, you know, get moved. But apparently it's coming out next week. So keep an eye out, folks. Uh, and lastly, our guest game recommendation. Jam, if there is one game in the entire world you could recommend to our viewers right now at this very moment, what would that game be? I would recommend uh, Sonic Riders Tournament Edition. It's made by a lot of cool people. I also worked on the team, and there has been a lot of updates to stages, characters, gears. Um, yeah, it's called Sonic Riders Tournament Edition. I can't wait to, to try that out and play as Hatsune Miku. Yeah! Oh my god, Hatsune Miku. Hatsune Miku! Is that you? Have you come to end my suffering? <laughs> One you of know the what's best. So funny? When that was announced, everyone was posting that meme. One of the best <laughs> things that ever came up out of those Snapcube fan dubs, that line right there. That's the best line. Like, I get that people are like the Eggman pissing on the moon thing. No, that one's overused. Hatsune Miku, that's the, that's, that's the shit right there. <laughs> For people that are listening in, you can play as Hasume Miku in Sonic Riders Tournament Edition. Yep, she's and, in alt yeah. costume for Lala, right? Yeah. Excellent. Uh, well, with that, that wraps up today's episode. Jam, thank you so much. Thank you. I had so much fun. Hey, that's great to hear. Where can we find you on the internet? Um, Strawberry Jam, twitch.tv, and I guess I'm on Twitter as well. <laughs> At strawberry with two Y's and then Jamo, J A M O. Perfect. And and on Twitch, it's with uh, Jam is with two M's. Uh, two M's and two Y's and then an underscore between. Perfect. Uh, and of course, you can find me uh, everywhere: Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitch uh, at Tony's Game Lounge. Uh, Twitch.tv/slash Tony's Game Lounge. Just type it in. That's where you'll find me. All very simple, uh, but that's where you can find me. We post, uh, we're posting some a lot of uh, YouTube shorts. Uh, be sure to check those out. Uh, help, it could possibly help out the algorithm, and I don't know, help your boy get some more growth here. Jam, thank you once again for coming on out. Yeah, I had so much fun. I learned a lot tonight. So <laughs> excellent. It was great. Thank you. And thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Be sure to like, share, and follow the podcast on whatever streaming platform you're listening to this to. And we will be back next week with another brand new episode right back here in the Game Lounge. Bye. Bye, chat. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like, share, and follow the podcast wherever you're listening. And follow Tony on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.